The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Reese. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Hello, and welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leafs. Today, we're diving into the latest streaming news from around the industry. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check them out today at poddex.com and use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And as always, if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. So for our first topic... Final Destination 6 is happening, and it's landing at HBO Max with Spider-Man No Way Home director John Watts. The Reaper will soon return to claim more lives of those fated to be dead in an all-new Final Destination sequel. Per The Hollywood Reporter, Final Destination 6 is moving forward at HBO Max after years of false starts and reboot rumors. Spider-Man No Way Home helmer John Watts wrote the treatment for the new film and will also be on board to produce the project. 
director has not yet been named, but given the success of No Way Home, Watts' involvement will certainly bring a lot of attention to the sequel. This new Final Destination is simply titled Final Destination 6, suggesting it may be more of a sequel that acknowledges the prior installments rather than a full-on reboot. Lori Evans-Taylor and Guy Busick are writing the screenplay using Watts' treatment. Other producers, including series producer Craig Perry, franchise veteran Sheila Hannon-Taylor, and Watts' wife and manager, Diane. Currently, Watts' latest film, Spider-Man No Way Home, has been playing in movie theaters around the world, where it's been obliterating the box office. The ambitious superhero movie has also garnered tremendous acclaim in addition to its financial success. This makes Watts a hotter commodity than ever before as a director of the blockbuster film. Will this version of the film ever reach its final destination? As the fifth movie came out in 2011, this will be the first final destination film to officially move forward with production in over 10 years. There have been some previous attempts to get a new sequel pushed out. For one reason or another, Final Destination 6 could not make its way out of development hell, ironically sitting in movie purgatory. It came close to happening in 2019 when New Line hired Saw franchise writers Patrick Milton and Marcus Dunstan to write a screenplay for Final Destination 6, but that incarnation fizzled before it got too far. Screenwriter Lori Evans-Taylor's involvement was reported in October, but Watts has only just now boarded the project. Given the Spider-Man No Way Home accolades, it seems like the odds of the sequel finally happening for real are better than ever. Because this new version of the story is based on Watts' treatment, it doesn't seem likely that it will follow a planned storyline that had previously been reported for the sequel. In 2020, Craig Perry teased the storyline following the first responders like police officers, Firefighters, EMTs, putting a different perspective on the quote-unquote victims of the Grim Reaper. No release date has been set for Final Destination 6, but if it all goes well with John Watts on board, the film will debut exclusively on HBO Max. And now, Euphoria has set a record for HBO Max with its Season 2 premiere. She's back, boys. Yes, I'm talking Euphoria, the queen of our little HBO loving hearts. It's been nearly four years since the teen drama based on an Israeli series first aired. Stole her shine and got us hooked, much like her favorite addict, Rue. That said, it should come as no surprise that when season two premiered on Sunday, January 9th, it broke a viewing record for the streamer. According to Deadline, HBO Max revealed that Euphoria raked in a whopping 2.4 million viewers across all of its viewing platforms on Sunday, which makes the premiere the highest performing episode for the service across all titles since it launched in May 2020. The season 2 premiere had a digital viewership that was 9 times higher than its season 1 predecessor, according to HBO Max. The show debuted in June 2019 via HBO Now and HBO Go, the streamer claims it received 577,000 views upon air, which later grew to 1 million with replays. Additionally, HBO Max also revealed that the season 1 premiere and 8 of the other 11 available episodes of the series held the majority of their top 10 on Sunday night. 
The premiere was so popular that HBO Max crashed. Around 9 p.m. at night when the episode was supposed to go live for Max users, fans were quick to jump on Twitter and complain about the platform crashing when they tried to watch. So it's no surprise that the premiere knocked it out of the park when it comes to views. Like I said, it's been a long time to wait for season two, and it almost seems like us Euphoria fans were going feral for it by the time Sunday rolled around. Plus, the premiere was actually worth the wait and the fuss. It was high-octane fun, a mysterious little thriller, and a shot to the heart, possibly stronger than any drug taken in the series itself. I don't think I've yelled at my TV that much in a very, very long time, and I've never been the better for it. I'm so ready to see what spirals will go down this season, and I'm already a bit terrified for almost everyone. If I'm being completely 100 with you all. Jumping over to Netflix. The new, re new re release film Don't Look Up has become Netflix's second biggest film of all time. Don't Look Up continues to climb the Netflix charts this week, officially becoming the streamer's second most successful movie of all time. The film added 58.2 million hours viewed globally across the week, January 2nd to the 9th. That takes it to 321 million viewing hours since it debuted January 24th, meaning it has overtaken Bird Box as the second most popular pick on Netflix. The metrics are calculated by hours watched in the title's first 28 days on the platform, when the vast majority of viewing hours are recorded. Um, Spy Caper Red Notice remains the most successful film of all time on Netflix, with 364 million hours notched in its first 28 days. Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio star in the end of the world satire Don't Look Up, which had been released for 17 days when the latest numbers were recorded, meaning it could take the all-time spot this week or next. The figures tend to slow down significantly at this stage. Last week, Don't Look Up clocked 152.29 million hours, but the film could have the momentum to steal the crown. Director Adam McKay previously tweeted that he was straight up flabbergasted by the viewing numbers the film was receiving. And now, we're going to give our review of 355. For a second crack in directing, Simon Kinberg is taking a break from IP fairing, kicking off a spy franchise with 355. Kinberg teams up with Jessica Chastain, who served as a producer, who had a bizarre role in his directorial debut, 2019's X-Men Dark Phoenix, which was his second failed attempt to adapt a seminal Chris Claremont story the bloated X-Men The Last Stand, with the intention of taking a stab at a spy genre conventions with the fate of the world as we know it at stake. With two Oscar winners and one nominee, one could understand how such a collaboration would be an op optimistic endeavor for all involved. Indeed, the draw is seeing what kind of dramatic espionage thrills this talented female ensemble can deliver, but unfortunately they succumb to woefully unoriginal material poorly written dialogue and action sequences that lack the visceral dy dynamism needed for such a production. The story opens in Colombia as we see a mysterious buyer pull up in an SUV to what resembles your run-of-the-mill drug dealer location. He's not there to s seal a deal with a drug lord, however, but rather a drive the size of a smartphone that serves as a totally untraceable master key 
that is capable of compromising and destabilizing anything relying on technology. So everything. As a product example, the seller asks the buyer to look at the window and up at the sky. As the seller's son takes away the laptop the drive is plugged into, and in no time, an airplane can be seen exploding and hurling to the ground. A team of nearby special ops, led by DNI agent Louise, played by Edgar Ramirez, witness this as they surround the estate, thinking they are closing in on a typical drug deal. It's an intriguing opening, but even here, as the movie starts, it feels like there is something lacking in what is pre presented. Next time we see Luis, he is meeting with DNI psychologists, played by Penelope Cruz in Paris, where he is trying to sell the device. It's unclear how she found him or how long she's been working with him, but it's clear that Kinberg, who co-wrote the screenplay, isn't concerned with offering the audience any of these details. There is no time for us to understand who this character is that Cruz is playing. It's simply a moment to let the audience know, hey. Penelope Cruz is in this. Who else is in Paris? Two CIA agents. Ethan Brown, played by Chastain, and her frequent partner Nick, played by Sebastian Stan, are there because of their drive and posing as a married couple hoping to acquire the MacGuffin before it gets in the wrong hands. Also present is steely undercover BND agent Marie, played by Diane Kruger, who is zeroing in on the drive's location with a home determination. These agents inevitably merge through foot chases, gunfire, betrayals, resulting in Chastain's mace, recruiting former MI6 agent and tech genius Khadija, and the pair soon put together an unlikely team together after they are unexpectedly joined by Min, a composed Chinese MSS agent who is calmly one step ahead of everyone at every step. With their goal to avert doomsday, these women must work things out amongst each other in order to stay focused on their common goal. Each of the female characters that compose the team in the 355 are emotionally motivated to varying degrees and effects. These motivations are clearly cliches, but the pedigree of the cast help move the material beyond its obvious machinations. They're all captivating to watch, and it's fun to see them team up in an action thriller, if only the writing was better. Chastain and Kruger are a great pair. First, their characters clash, which is fun to watch, but it's enjoyable and entertaining to watch them navigate their characters individually and watch them come together eventually. The odd one out on this team is Cruz's. While she does the best with what's given to her, the character behaves in such bizarre and confounded ways. At one point, she has to flirt with a potential target in a formal environment, and she doesn't know how. Sure, that could be a thing, but why not get why this is? Of all the characters, she's the only one who's married with kids and is not an agent or spy. So it makes sense that she hasn't had to flirt in a while, but come on. She could be our gateway character, yet that option just isn't explored. There is one particularly tense and emotional scene where all the actors on the team are given the opportunity to really bring it. And although it is a scene that incorporates more tropes of the genre, they deliver raw and real in the moment responses that are quite breathtaking. Kinberg's handling of the action of the 355 isn't great, but it's not bad. It's clear that they're reimagining the spy genre over the years with the Bourne movies, the Mission Impossible series, the John Wick movies, has impacted and influenced how we take in these movies and how they're made. Kinberg has seen success as a producer, but his writing has chronic chronically come up short, often bungling basic storylines and ejecting eye-rolling dialogue. He ambitiously bounces the story around the world, stopping in Morocco, China, 
like many other spy movies. But the 355 needed to do something different and new in order to rise above the genre of trappings. At this point in viewing action films and in movie making, it's not enough to say that a female-led action team is different and new in and of itself. But it isn't because we're beyond that and we don't need to see them mired in genre trappings. The original angle of the material needs to go beyond what gender the characters are, primarily because audiences have been so inundated with action and spy movies for so long. So what different style or approach can be brought to them? It just doesn't seem like such questions are considered in the making of the 355. No doubt, the 355 isn't boring, it's quite energetically paced, but it's not particularly engaging. Though, since it's so easy to acknowledge all these genre trappings that are blaringly apparent, even one villain surprise is a total, of course, eye-roll moment. No viewer wants to watch a movie and see where the plot is going, and unfortunately it seems these types of movies where this occurs the most. The movie's title derives from Agent 355. The codename of a female spy for the Patriots during the American Revolution. In the trailer for the movie, it seems like that's the name Chastain's character is going to give this team, but that never happens on the feature. For better or for worse, we don't know. It's just oddly referenced in a conversation she has with Stan's character. Ultimately, this is a star-studded action flick getting dropped in January, and those who know that this is the month where movies go to die will consider that and likely go into the 355 with lowered expectations. While there's nothing challenging here, there is still escapism to be embraced here, and at this time in the world, that can be just what is needed. So, to be fair, I'm going to give it 3 stars out of 5. It's not a horrible um, action movie. Best way I describe it is it's a Netflix movie. It should have been just sold to Netflix or HBO or Amazon, but it's and their marketing wasn't that good when it first came out because it was supposed to come out, I think, two years ago. And everybody kind of forgot about this movie. But, I mean, it's worth going to watch it in theaters. So, either go watch it in a movie theater or you can wait and you know, watch it on DVD or streaming, wherever they decide to put it first. Probably um, DOD. So, yeah, check it out today. And that is all we have for this episode of the Cinema Gold Show. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered. And uh, if you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow, uh, upgrade our equipment, bring in new writers and hosts, create new shows. Your support will make that happen. Let us know on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. If there's any topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. But as always, thank you so much for listening and watching. We'll see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.